0: Well, hello, hello, hello. This is Evangelist Gary Man, and this is the On the Road podcast. And this is uh, Monday, like normal. I'm recording this on Monday, and it will come out tomorrow, Lord willing. And everything works the way it's supposed to work. Uh, and it has been recently. I'm, I'm thankful for that. But I hope you're having a great day. Hope again that you had a great weekend and uh, that your services yesterday were. Uh, Powerful. They were life-changing, and all that. Um, <laughs> I think about that term, life-changing. You know, if every if every message was life-changing, that would be wonderful. That, that really would, because we all need uh, all sorts of help <laughs> in different areas. I know I do. And uh, so, anyway, so I hope you had a had a great day yesterday. Well, this is Monday, like I said before, and I don't even know what the date is here. It is Monday, November the 6th, and today is my oldest grandson's 22nd birthday. Michael, you're not allowed to get that old. That means I'm getting old, and uh, and your mom and dad, too, and your brothers and sisters and everybody else, but I guess that's just the way that it goes. So happy birthday to him, um, and oh my goodness, we've are we, we have, we've got a lot going on uh, here at the house, and uh, I'll get into that here in a little bit, um, but I wanted to wish him a happy birthday. I don't know if he'll hear this. I think some of my family listens to this. I know my daughters do. Um, so anyway, so happy birthday to Michael. I've already sent him a text uh, wishing him happy birthday wherever you are, uh, because right now, he and his family, his his uh, two other brothers, and his, his two sisters, and his mom and dad are in the process of moving from Nampa, Idaho, to Georgia. <laughs> what a move! And they got a caravan going down the road. Um, so they're they're in the process of doing that, and they're gonna they're gonna th- uh, come through here on the way and spend two or three days with us. And uh, then get uh, get moved over to Georgia, and uh, where there will be helping Pastor Landers in the church over there in, uh, in Georgia. So we're looking forward to that. And uh, it just means that they're li- they'll be a little bit closer uh, to us than what they have been for the past seven or eight years. Uh, Idaho's a long drive away uh but we're still going to be going up that way because our youngest daughter her and her family Isaac and the kids Gary, Amanda and Adam uh, they are all up in Ellensburg, Washington and so we enjoy going up that way really do it's it's just a great uh time up there and uh so now though instead of spending 4 weeks up in the northwest we'll spend maybe 2 and uh and hopefully we can fly up there this year i don't know uh we'll see how it goes but uh driving uh, you know it's just it's just a four or five day drive for us cuz we're old <laughs> so we <laughs> we can't do it all in 2 days like some people can but anyway um but so we'll, we'll still be going up to the northwest and uh, visiting with our daughter there and of course Michael and Isaac, Michael Kane and Isaac Kane are brothers, and uh, they married two of our sister, two of our sisters, two of my daughters who are sisters, <laughs> and so we get to go up and see the the Kane family also, uh, Brenda Kane and and the whole family there, Michael and Isaac's brothers and uh, his sis their sister, uh, Shannon and on uh, all the kids there. So it, it's always a great trip. It's always fun to go up that way and. And I get to preach in a couple churches while up that way and, and what have you. And uh, but it's just great, and great to get away and uh, go up to that part of the country. And uh, so anyway, so today, um, I got a lot going on, like always. And I'll, I'll get back to the, them moving here in a little bit. But I got, I've got a lot going on uh, for, for, I don't know... Four or five weeks, I guess, my, my mower, my riding mower has been broken. <clears throat> and uh, a man in the church came out, and he looked at it, and he made some adjustments. I haven't tried it yet, but he said it's working good. So so that's good. And uh, I asked him how much. He said, well, just let me fish in the lake. And I said, you got it, man. And Because uh, we live on a small lake. It's about an 18-acre lake with some other small houses around it. Our house is only fourteen hundred and fifty square feet, so it's not a big house. Uh, it's not a fancy place, but but um, it's ours. And, and uh, so he he came out and looked at it and fixed it. And uh, I'll go out in a little bit and put the put the leaf bagger on it and uh, start it up and, and see how it works. Cause we got a bunch of leaves falling now. It's fall time. It's November. And uh, that means the leaves are just going to start falling out of the trees. We've already had a frost or two. And, of course, that helps with the falling of the leaves. Um, so anyway, so looking forward to uh, getting that going. And then my pickup truck has been broken for a couple of weeks now. And I've I'm not, I'm not been in a big rush to get it fixed because uh, it costs money. And right now I haven't been traveling, so I, I'm not making that much money. Um, so I just kind of taken a little, little time. I did get it started today. I put a starter solenoid on it today and it started, uh, but then the, the but then the starter wouldn't stop cranking. <laughs> so now I got another problem to figure out. And so I had to get out real quick and disconnect the battery and, and all that. So the starter would stop. And so I don't know if it's uh, the start now. Now maybe I need to replace the starter too. Um, I just got a brand new battery, hoping that was the problem. That wasn't the problem. Uh, It was part of the problem uh, because the old battery was old and wasn't up to par. And so I got a new battery. Now I got a new solenoid, a starter solenoid. Now I might need another starter. And (laughs) one thing just leads to another. So we'll see how that goes today. And uh, so that's what I'm doing. Well, also... Um, I, I made a bunch of letters. I sat down the other day and worked on a bunch of names and addresses of churches that I've been to. Not all of them because there's just so many. Um, and, I, and I came up with a letter on my new printer and uh, that does color and two sides to everything. And so I came up with a letter talking about my three uh, 316 meetings that I want to hold next year. And uh, three sixteen coming from John three sixteen, and 2 Timothy chapter three verse number sixteen. So having to do with missions and having to do with the Bible, because like I said in the letter that I'm sending to a bunch of pastors, the uh, social media. And I'm, I'm reaching for the for the letter here. Social media. Let's see where is that sentence. Um, uh, da, 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 da. social media is filled with people wavering on these areas. And I just truly believe that we must stand shoulder to shoulder and preach and teach using God's word, parentheses, KJB, King James Bible for the English speaking people, end of parentheses, to help our people stand firm on these issues. So I'm, I'm seeing a wavering, a, a great wavering of people away from the King James Bible. And a lot of a lot being said on the on the social media about that, and a lot of people justifying, uh, you know, that the, the, all these people they say, well, we need to we need to update the King James Bible. Well, we've already got, and I've mentioned this before, we've already got, you know, scores of English Bibles. And, uh, you know, the American Standard, Revised Standard Version, the NIV, the ESV, the (laughs) M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. We have all these versions that are supposedly updates, uh, you know, to replace the King James Bible. But they are still, even after almost 200, 150 or so years of the King James Bible, um, I'm sorry, of the, the, the revisions, uh, the versions like the American Standard, Revised Standard Version, all that, uh, from the late 1800s till now. Um, we have all these versions, all these English versions, that, and they're all supposedly, you know, to replace the King James Bible. And the King James Bible still has not been replaced, as far as I'm concerned. And uh, But people still clamoring for an easier-to-read Bible. And I got into that in, in last week's episode, so I won't re- re- go, go back through that. But I got this letter, and uh, I'm sending it out to a bunch of pastors. And so I worked on... Oh, well, that's my door creaking, if you heard that. Uh, the breeze just caught it. And, uh, and so I'm sending this letter out to all these pastors, asking them to consider having a 316 meeting or whatever kind of meeting they would want me to come for. So I'm, I, I just got done stuffing all those envelopes, and um, then I'm doing the podcast here, and uh, I get the podcast recorded. Then I'm going to go into town, and I'm going to uh, upload the, the podcast, which is what I always do on Mondays, Going to upload it at the church because their internet is a lot faster than what I've got out here at the house. I'd I'd, I would be waiting for a couple hours to get it done out here where there I can get it done really really quickly. And uh, so anyway, so I'll go into town and uh, stop at the bank, get some money because I've got to buy some stamps to get these letters out. And so I'll stop at the bank, then I'll then I'll go and get. Um, the the podcast uploaded at the church um, then I'm going to stop at uh, where I bought the solenoid and ask him a couple questions because I you know I'm trying to figure out if I need to replace uh, now if I need to replace the starter uh, on the pickup truck and then um, let's see I think that's all I've got to do in town then I got to come back out here to the house and I need to work on our our, we have a, a 10 by 10 uh, little building out here So well it's a shed um, my wife bought the shed for her she shed okay she's going to put all her stuff in it so we want to put electric in it and air conditioning and all that kind of thing for her well uh, the family you know Michael Nicole, and Nicole and their two boys that are with them and their two daughters of course they're coming through. Well, Michael Lee, the one having the birthday today, the oldest of the grandchildren. Um, he's going to stay with us. And so I've got to I've got to come home and I got to finish hooking up the electric to the shed and then start insulating it and putting up the wall material. Uh because he wants to stay out there. <laughs> so okay. Uh but it's got plenty of room. It's ten by ten and uh I'm gonna get it fixed up. I was gonna do all this anyway for my wife's she shed. So we're not doing anything extra. Um it's just that he said, Yeah, hey, I'll stay out there. Uh they came through earlier in the year and him and his brothers, he's got three three brothers. Uh, one of them is here at our college, but anyway, the, the four boys—they stayed out there. They slept out there, and so uh, we had a little heater out there, and it was—I think—maybe kind of—I don't know—comfortable. I don't know, but anyway. So Michael's going to set himself up there, and then I got to start putting some posts in the ground because he's got a, uh, a white lab, and uh, <clears throat> and uh, and just a puppy. And so we're going to put up a little fence area and all that. So when Michael goes to work, uh, he can leave the dog there in the pinned in area, and uh, he'll be well taken care of there. We won't have to uh, fool with him. Um, but anyway, his 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 cute dog. He really is. He's growing, and they're spoiling him like crazy. <laughs> so so that's going to be interesting. And uh, so Michael. So I got to come home and I got to finish the uh, hooking up the electric. Uh, doing all the wiring in the shed for the receptacles, and and then running a wire for to um, for a light switch, and then running a wire from from there up to where we're going to put a a, a fan eventually uh, to help push the uh, the heat back down because it's it's a barn style shed so it's got a tall ceiling and a a bit of a uh, loft in it which my wife has stuff in you know up there but anyway. Uh, I was able to put down new, some flooring in there, and uh, then I got to run from that shed over to the greenhouse to hook up the electric. So at that greenhouse, so then the shed will have uh, electric power over there. So uh, I've got a lot going on. I got to dig a little ditch, and um, you know, just on and on and on. And I've got uh, a list of I don't know how many different things, forty some different kinds of things that I've got to get done. Uh, that I've got to work on. Uh, we need to put window, new windows in the house. We need to put new uh, sliding glass door in because one of them um, lets in way too much air. Um, so we got a, so we, got, we, got, we got a lot to do here at the house. Got, got a lot to do here at the house. Now, after I send out these letters today, I'm going to give it about uh, maybe a week. And then uh, during you know next week I'll start making taking uh, some time and doing some texting and making some calls to follow up and see if we can set up some sort of meeting with that. Then this coming let's see Michael and Nicole will get here. They want to get here late late tomorrow night. I'm thinking more like Wednesday. Um, but then. Um, then my then they'll be leaving probably on Saturday to go to Georgia. Let me shut my door. My wife's blow, you're blowing the blower here. There we go. Yeah, she was she's right outside the shed using the blower, blowing leaves away, so I didn't want to <coughs> have that noise come through. So I apologize for that. But anyway, um, I shut my office door, so everything's fine now. um, So they're leaving then, probably on Saturday, to get to Georgia. And then, maybe on Friday, I don't know. Um, But then, this coming week, my daughter and her husband and family from from Washington are coming. And so they'll get here sometime early next week. And they're going to stay with us for two weeks. And uh, they're coming, you know, because of our 50th wedding anniversary and all that. And we get to take them to Branson, uh, where we're going to go to Sight and Sound um, and watch the uh, Esther play, which is, I guess, one of the best plays that they put on. And uh, of course, we've seen the Moses play, we've seen Noah. And the Ark, and uh, that was both of those were just phenomenal. But they say this one on Esther, is is the best of all of them. And so we're taking we're taking um, some of the family going to Branson. We have a house waiting for us, and uh, thankful for that. And uh, so we'll be staying in the house and spending a few days there. Going to uh, going to the sight and sound, and and just spending some time together. Um, and they're basically, again, doing it for our anniversary. So on Thanksgiving Day, my daughter and her son from Shreveport will be driving up, hopefully, and spending a couple days with us. And then, uh, let's see, Michael and Nicole, they, they might be able to come back to Branson. I'm, I'm not, we're not sure. Uh, we're not sure what's going to happen because, um, you know, they gotta, he's got to start working. Uh, he works for UPS driving the big trucks. And so, anyway, so they gotta, uh, they've got to do all that, get settled in. Uh, so we'll see. But uh, two of my grandsons, my one grandson, Dylan, <coughs> who is here at the college, he's uh, planning on coming up. And then, of course, Michael Lee, as far as I know, uh, he'll be going to Branson with us. I'm not sure about that. And then another grandson from Shreveport, he's going to travel up there with us, I guess, and uh, he'll spend the whole time with us and uh, also go to see the, the um, Esther. So that's what's happening here. <laughs> we got a lot going on. I mean, a lot going on. So when I'm home, when I'm not on the road, uh, there's just a lot going on. Well, let's see. Last week, um, we had revival at, at Emmanuel Baptist Church here in Longview at our home church. And uh, Dr. Johnny Pope came and preached for us. Brother Pope was uh, one of my first teachers when I was in college. He taught personal evangelism class. And uh, he's only four years older than me. I didn't realize that. I thought he was a little bit younger, but yeah, I guess he's a little bit older. So it was good, it was good to get together with him and see he and his wife, uh, Barbara. And he preached some some just, oh my goodness, the, I, I, I rarely, rarely use these words to describe somebody's message, but this, this mes- these messages, this two, two messages especially, were just absolutely powerful. I mean, powerful. On Tuesday night last week, he preached about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, and he got into details, and some details that I had never considered and uh, he brought out, you know, by of course using verses and backing it up and everything And he brought out some points that I, you know, I wondered about and, and, and all that And just, and then, and then on Wednesday night, he, he preached on prayer Oh my goodness I mean, we were weeping on Tuesday night and on Wednesday night Tuesday night, being so thankful uh, for what Jesus has done for us, and and for God's love for us, um, and boy, none of us deserve it. None of us deserve it. But God is love, and He loves us so much that He gave His only begotten Son. And you know the verse, John three sixteen, and and so it was just it was just a powerful, powerful uh, set of messages. And I I highly recommend that you get online and you go to ebclongview.com. I think it's ebclongview. I'll look it up here real quick, if I can find my cell phone. It's ebclongview.com. And uh, there it is. It fell on the floor ebclongview.com and uh and and or, or you can get it through youtube also and and listen to those messages uh from last tuesday and wednesday night especially monday night was good too but tuesday and and wednesday night they were just uh just powerful just powerful and it's it'd be well worth your time to sit down and I li- I'm going to listen to especially um, the one on uh, on uh, the death, burial, and resurrection. I, I want to. Uh, there's some things he brought out that I want to listen to again and take some notes on and what have you. Um, so I, I highly, highly recommend uh, any of you, all of you. And, and as soon as they were done, I got on. We have a group text for our family, all the kids and grandkids and everything and i said everybody needs to listen to this message i mean everybody and uh, it was just it was just dynamic it was just it was just powerful and uh, so anyway <clears throat> so yeah that's 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 what you need to do ebc in, in emmanuel baptist church ebc longview .com and uh, i'm still working on bringing that up to make sure i got it right and let's see here. Push that, push that, type it in. E B C Longview. L O N G V I E W. Yeah. EBC Longview dot yeah, com. And um Emmanuel Baptist Church comes up. So that's it. Um hey, I've got I've got something again that you might be interested in. Um, and I think I mentioned it last week. I haven't gotten any response yet, but I haven't pushed it much. So I, I need to really start pushing it um, on Facebook and what have you. Um, but we have an opportunity to help five churches in Uganda to put on a roof. Um, and this is not to replace a roof. This is a brand new roof. They're in the process of building or putting the bricks up for their, for their structure, okay? And basically it's just four walls. And then um, you know, the floor, which basically is just packed dirt. I mean it gets really hard um, and everything. So they're, they're in the process of putting up the walls with br- using brick and mortar. Uh, Brother Keith Stensis is the missionary there that is kind of helping these churches out in the, out in the bush. And a lot of them are around, I believe, well I'm not sure exactly where they are. they're either around Masaka and uh, and or out near in the eastern part of of Uganda where he has his uh, teaching area um down in Kaliro um so anyway so there's some churches we can help and um these people don't have money but they they were able to raise the money to get the brick and the people did that and uh, the church did that and then uh brother Stensis Uh, I don't know if he's doing it for all the churches, but he helps them with cement uh, in order to put the brick up. And so the church is responsible for the brick and for the building. And then they're responsible to build the trusses uh, for the roof. And then they uh, they call them the iron sheets. And again, it's just galvanized metal sheets. And uh, that's the roof. And they, they, uh, they need about, uh, he said they probably need 50 to 60 sheets per church. So I'm just going to figure 60 sheets, okay? So 60 sheets uh, per church, okay? So that's 300 sheets. And then they are $12 a piece. So it's 300 sheets times 12 equals $3,600, okay? For $3,600, we can put a roof. On five churches in Uganda, and I'm um, you know if anybody would have <laughs> the three the three thousand six hundred dollars and would like to underwrite that, I'd be glad to take it take that money. I would be absolutely tickled to do that. Uh, but if not, uh, each church then would be seven hundred and twenty dollars. Okay. Now maybe your church could, um, and I'm going to talk to our pastor, uh, maybe your church could uh, could pay for, the, pay for a roof. Maybe your Sunday school class could start saving up money, maybe something. Um, so anyway, and uh, I am getting in touch with the pastors about this, and uh, I do plan on getting in touch with all these pastors. I'm going to try and find an email address for all of them and uh, try and get in touch with them. Uh, that way, and also through Facebook and through letters and phone calls. Now, so that's what I'm doing. And then, uh, but if you can't do $720, if you would like to pay for one sheet, it's $12. For $12, you can pay for one sheet. That will help uh, to get uh, 300 sheets, of the iron sheets, uh, for the roofs for these five churches. Okay, so if I could get, you know, 300 people... Three hundred people times twelve—that's thirty-six hundred bucks. And uh, so, I, anyway, so if you'd like to help out, um, I would—I would, I would be—I would be absolutely very, very grateful, and, and so would they. And the money, when when I get the money, uh, I do not—I will not send it to the national person, or to the national pastor. Um, I will send it directly to uh, missionary Keith Stensis, and then he will take the money and uh and they'll get the iron sheets and we'll take care of it uh that way okay cuz um i i and and i can't blame the nationals for this they don't they don't have much money at all i mean they just don't uh you'd be surprised how how very very little uh these people live on over there and um uh, so there have been times, uh, I know an organization some years ago, they sent some money to a national pastor for him to uh, build a, a um, restroom uh, for the people of the church. They had already put up a pole building for the church, and it just poles in the ground and a roof. Okay, that—that's all they need. That's all they. So they—they they did that. that. That organization did that, and he sent them money so they could, you know, build a two stall uh, bathroom because uh, there wasn't one. And uh I when I was there, there was maybe four or five hundred people there and uh, so but he they sent the money so that pastor would do that, and instead he took the money and added it onto his house. Well, that didn't go over very well <laughs> so, uh, as you can imagine. And so uh, you know, there have been times when I have taken money and given it to a national pastor and but there's there's an accountability that they have. And they would send me pictures, and they were very faithful and very, 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 very good to do that. Pastor Malawi, in uh, Uganda, I've, I've helped him with um, one, two, three churches uh, to put roofs on, and uh, he's always sent me pictures. Uh, and And he's standing there, and he made a video, and they're putting a the roof on, and it's you know it's great, it's wonderful. Um, but I don't know these other pastors this well. So we're going to send the money to Keith Stensis. He will take the money then and distribute it um, and, and get the iron sheet. So if you're interested in that, okay, you can send a che- you can send a check uh, to my house. Um, and um, many of you uh, um, you can get my address uh, by messenger, okay, or by texting me. Uh, My phone number is 903-399-3057, 903-399-3057, you can do that. Um, You can get in touch with me through the On the Road podcast email address, which is otrpodcast at usa.com. Or if you want to send money through PayPal, uh, you can send it to paypal.me. Forward slash G M A N N S T U F F. That's PayPal.me like me. Forward slash G man stuff. Okay. Paypal dot me forward slash G-M A-N N S T U F F. So if you want to do that, that would be wonderful. That would be just absolutely fantastic. Okay? I would appreciate that very much, and I'll keep you updated on how that's going. And um, I had a three-by-five card here that I was going to look at, and uh, there it is. I found it. Um, I'm just going to mention a, a verse today because, uh, again, I, I've got to keep this a little bit shorter than what I have been doing uh, just for time's sake and for uh, money's sake. But anyway, um, I'm going to bring up the verse. If you, if you have a Bible um, or... Or your iPad or cell phone or something with the Word of God on it. First uh, Kings chapter number three is where I'm going to go. First Kings chapter number three. This is a this is a verse that um, as as our pastor was preaching yesterday, um, I saw this verse and it kind of you know it's one of those times where you know a verse just kind of jumps out at you. And so I thought that would be good just to mention uh, on today's podcast. And uh, because I want to, you know, on the road, the on the road podcast has to do with telling you, you know, what's happening in my in my ministry and, and what happens on the road and, and what it's like to travel and sometimes what it's like not to travel. Because there's what I've been doing here lately. Um, Sat here at the house and everything that goes on in, in the life of an evangelist. And so... Um, there's first kings chapter number three and verse number sixteen and uh, of course my other uh, no that's the wrong oh three six 6 oh, I went too far chapter three verse number six my bad and uh, there it is there there we go um so you know part of my thing is okay what's it like as I travel you know that okay I already said that and then we should be on the road to spiritual growth and I, and I saw this little I saw this verse as pastor was preaching yesterday and I jotted it down real quick and uh, it, it just it, it was it was just it was just an, an excellent 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 verse here here in in first Kings um, God comes to Solomon. And uh, well, let's see, verse number three, 1 Kings chapter three, verse three, and Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of David, his father, only he sacrificed and burned incense in high places. Now, he had some other problems, like the pastor was talking about last night, in verse number one, where it says, and Solomon made affinity with Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and took Pharaoh's daughter and brought her into the city of David. And so he, 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 had this, he had that problem, okay? And we know that he ended up with, you know, a lot of wives and concubines and all that later. But that's, that's not what I want to get into right now. But in verse 3, And Solomon loved the Lord, walking in the statutes of David his father, only he sacrificed and burned incense in high places. Okay? So that wasn't God's plan. So he loved the Lord, but he was doing this wrong. Okay? And you know, a lot of people say, "Well, I can, I can have church anywhere. I can have church out in the woods." Well, <laughs> no, you can't. It's not God's plan. Okay, just like it was God's plan for them to go to the tabernacle in the Old Testament and the temple when they built it, and now it's God's will for us to to attend church. Okay, to get together uh, with Christians and uh, for worship, for singing, uh, for fellowship, and for listening. To word of God being taught and preached, so and uh, but verse number four, and the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. A thousand burnt offerings did Solomon offer upon that altar. And in Gibeon, the Lord appeared in Solomon to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, "Ask what I shall give thee." So God kind of shows up to Solomon and says, "Okay, you, you're offering these sacrifices to me. You've become the new king. What do you need?" It's almost like, okay, here's a blank check. Okay, now that's not what it was. Uh, But God says, ask what I shall give thee. Okay. And what was Solomon's response? Verse 6. And this is the verse that I'm just going to talk about just briefly here. And Solomon said, Solomon said, Thou hast showed unto thy servant David my father great mercy, according as he walked before thee in truth, and in righteousness and in uprightness of heart with thee. And thou hast kept for him this great kindness that thou hast given him a son to sit on his throne as it is this day. So Solomon, in response to what God said, ask what I shall give thee, he begins by, by t- saying to God, You were good to my father. You were good to my father. And thou hast kept for him this great kindness. And what was the kindness? That thou hast given him a son, talking about himself, to sit on his throne as it is this day. So, of course, then in verse 7. And and now, O oh Lord my God, thou hast made thy servant king, instead of David my father, I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. And thy servant is in the midst of thy people, which thou hast chosen, a great people, that cannot be numbered nor counted for multitude. Give therefore, and here's what he asked for. Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart, to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this, thy so great a people?" And, and so that was his request But I want to go back to verse number 6 This just caught my attention Kind of threw me to the ground And Solomon said Thou hast showed unto thy servant David My father great mercy According Now the word according Means in agreement with Or um, oh, Let me bring it up I, I don't want to guess on this Because it, it's a very interesting um, Definition here Um Mm, no, that's not the one I wanted. But anyway, oh come on! But anyway, according, uh, if, if if you walk according to something, you are in agreement with, and that's that's the definition I was trying to find. But I won't take the time to do it. Um, and so, but he said he said he's he according as he walked. Okay, so you showed David great mercy because. My father David walked before thee in truth. So David's, Dave, okay, this is his son talking about his father, which is always, of course, a lot of respect when a son does that. I have a lot of respect for my dad and uh, would never say anything negative about him. Uh, he was just a great guy, just fun to be around, as, and he provided for us, he taught us, he was a great father, mom was a great mom. And uh, they just they, they great family life together. And so but here's 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 Solomon talking about his father. he said he said, you you showed my, my servant, your servant David, my father, great mercy, according as he walked before thee in truth. That's where we are to walk. We are to walk in truth. What is truth? Thy word is truth, okay? So David made sure that he walked in truth. So you and I, should make sure that if we want God's mercy and God's favor, we should be walking in truth. We should be walking in his word. And then he said, "He said, and he walked in righteousness. Okay, well, our righteousness, the Bible says, are as filthy rags. So there's nothing that we can do to, to make ourselves righteous so that's why we have to have the righteousness of God, which is through Jesus Christ. So once you trust Christ as your Savior, he proclaims you, you are righteous then. So David walked in, in the word of God. He walked in truth. He walked in righteousness. And here's, here's a great one. And he walked in uprightness of heart with thee. His heart. He walked in uprightness with with his heart, with thee. And so he said, you showed my father great mercy because he was in agreement with and he walked according to truth. He walked according to righteousness and he walked according to and he had an upright heart. And uh, may that be said of us. I'm going to do a little bit more study on that and uh, maybe maybe bring it out on another podcast. I've got a grandson. He, he texted me the other day, and he wants to help me with a, with a podcast when he gets here. <laughs> so <clears throat> next, let's see, next Monday, <clears throat> I, I don't think they'll be here next Monday, uh, but next week sometime I'm going to do a podcast ahead of time for Thanksgiving week, and he's going to help me with that one. And so, uh, but I'll study this verse out a little bit because I'm running out of time. And, uh, uh, but I just thought I'd bring that out to you. So study that verse out, see what you come up with. Uh, Again, that's 1 Kings chapter 3, verse number 6, where Solomon talks about his father and how he walked according to truth and according to righteousness and according to uprightness of heart. And so, hey, I hope you have a great day. Thank you for listening. And, again, if you want to get in touch with me, my email address is podcast at usa.com, or you can get through uh, Messenger if you're a friend of mine on Facebook. And if you know somebody, uh, tell them about the On the Road podcast and, and have them listen to it. Hopefully they and they can put in a request to be one of the... Uh, one of the members of it, and uh, then get the notifications whenever, uh, every week when this thing comes out, okay? So, hey, hey, have a great day. This is a day that the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you again next week.